And I think as a woman, we have a lot to be angry about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just, you know, we've been hit with dicks every single day. <laughs> every day, just as soon as you walk out the door, you're hit with a dick. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode nine of the A Word podcast. Today we're talking about anger, and specifically, we'll be exploring the realms of the female experience. So, anger. That's Lucy drinking. Let's talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's a really nice tea, wow. Um, Do you want to plug it, or...? Um, yeah, I think this is some puka, pucka, what's it called? My sister loves that. I think it's pucka. It's pucka. Yeah, some lemon and ginger. You know, the winter nights. I have that in. one. Mm, they're drawing in. But back into the topic of today. So, me and Halima, I mean, we kind of just had this discussion, didn't we, like randomly one day about like female rage? And you were like, this should be an episode. Um, and just kind of the female experience of anger is really interesting on on reflection when Halima said that to me initially because I was like I never really thought about it properly um, and what we did was we asked you guys obviously we do our polls every single week um, well not every single week every single week that we do a podcast episode <laughs> um, in the meantime between those things <laughs> nothing much happens <laughs> Halima, you want to talk about that? (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm just laughing because of the consistency. Um, But we asked you guys in one of the questions, one of our questions was literally just, have you experienced anger? And the answer was, I guess, expected expectantly 100%. Yes, I have experienced anger from everyone that said. So let's kind of talk about it because... I remember one of the one of the things that really stuck out to me when I was thinking about anger and my experience was when I was in therapy, <laughs> which, you know, we love to talk about. But when I was in therapy, I remember feeling really angry one session and I went to my therapist and I was like, and then I was just like, I'm so angry. I hate feeling this way this and I was like this is so bad and I was like I'm and then they kept apologizing I kept being like I'm sorry I'm sorry like I'm just really angry like oh I'm sorry this must be so annoying and I just kept saying it to my therapist and then I've never forgotten it because my therapist actually turned to me and she was like Lucy anger is a healthy emotion and I don't know I never interacted with it as a as something that wasn't healthy emotion um and it was kind of like a I don't know a big moment for me I've never really forgotten it um because obviously there's anger is a spectrum it's you can feel a bit frustrated or you could feel like you're seeing red um it's it's a triggered response in your brain um and I found it quite interesting when we were researching for this because um in some of the articles that I looked at it was saying how anger has been viewed negatively like historically as well um in ancient Rome Seneca pronounced anger as worthless even for war um and wrath makes it onto the list of deadly sins too um but there is obviously benefits of expressing anger it's it's like a it's like a relief um emotion as well um I don't know what your first experiences of anger were Halima or when you first started reflecting on it but that was that moment with my therapist is always really stuck out in my brain 
Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I actually don't think I have any like moments where I've like really remembered just being angry. I think as I forget, do you know what I think? Okay, not to bring this up, but like, <laughs> I think it's a Sagittarius thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> just being quite short tempered, um, like short fused even. So the thing is, it's not something that I was very aware of until my brother brought it up. And um, he was like, you just get, you just get angry, like, really quickly for a really short amount of time, then you forget about it and like live your life everyone else is upset and I just am like wait what yeah <laughs> why is everyone so like got over yeah it. it's like get over it guys <laughs> it's like a few seconds but um I don't really get not that I don't get angry obviously I do but I don't I can't remember any time that I was like that really stuck out to me with anger um mm. I guess like nowadays I let myself feel it um as to like before I never did or I'd kind of just like push it down or wait until everything's built up and then I just cry um right and I'm actually just like crying with rage (laughs) just like tears of anger and it is funny that moment when you're when you're crying and people think you're upset but you're actually just really just like Mm. fuming intense frustration yeah and it's kind of funny but then afterwards it's like i feel really good yeah Yeah, really good Well, it's really interesting because we asked you guys what do you do when you do cry um and a lot of it was what could was sorry we asked you guys what you do when you do get angry and a lot of the answers were crying some people were saying you know, I get snappy and then I cry or I just cry and I'm frustrated or I remove myself from the situation so I can let it out. Um, yeah, the, honestly, nearly every single answer was mentioned crying in some capacity, um, which I find interesting because when I think about anger, I feel like there is a lot of gender stereotypes attached to anger um, and sometimes anger I don't know it seems to be like it's become sort of like as a normalized male typically male experience or something and then if women express anger that's not in the general male way which is where they Punch a- a attribute like violence or aggressiveness but mm. they instead cry um I think that's seen as weak and then if men cry or women cry it's like it's a weaker response or a weaker expression of anger yeah I mean I think the the reason why a lot of women do cry when they're angry is because like growing up as like a young girl or whatever um you don't have a lot of like women around you that express anger in such a in like the same way that men traditionally do um and like as as like as girls you're always told like oh like doing this isn't ladylike so expressing anger is not a ladylike thing like you're told to like we like we teach boys that they're allowed to basically be angry and like stomp around and like do all of this throw stuff around but girls have to be like ladylike and you have Mm. to be socially palatable and you have to like kind of like avoid situations and like smile and like just don't like kind of let things go um and like crying is a is a lot 
more socially acceptable for a, mm. like a little girl to do than like throw a tantrum or like um because i i find that if a child is throwing a tantrum um not to say that it's gendered but you kind of view a little boy throwing a tantrum as like oh here we go again he's just you know just being a boy but little girls throwing tantrums it's like oh my gosh she's spoiled she's like what is wrong with her like why is she doing this not to be angry at her um but just like I don't know it seems a lot it seems a lot um a lot more like there's something wrong Mm. when a girl's throwing a tantrum or if a boy's like throwing stuff around it's like oh boys will be boys like that whole kind of thing yeah it's like Um, against the grade almost for it yeah a girl or woman to get angry in in a tip in a typically male way or something like so aggression or something Mm, and we're we're taught how to deal with men being angry like if a boy is being mean to you i hate i hate that i don't want to say that whole like oh this boy's being mean to you thing but it's because he likes you or blah 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 Mm. (laughs) that whole excuse um when you're kids and you don't have that with little girls there's no like oh if a girl's been mean to you it means she likes you or whatever that's why um, control anger so well because they put up with so much crap yeah and they know <laughs> they know like they're told like or like they, they have value if a guy gives them mm. attention no matter if it's bad or good attention or or disrespectful or not like it's so then women just put up with so much shit so i think it's it's like women's boiling points are almost perhaps higher typically because they just have to control themselves so much more yeah definitely and it's kind of like um um who was like oh yeah so i was watching a ted talk um when we first thought of the topic to do this because it was after it was after i watched the fall and they just said something about female anger um so I looked it up because like female anger is something that I'm so well female rage specifically it's something that I've always been so fascinated with since I was like a a child I don't know why it's just like every time I see any sort of display of it my eyes kind of open I'm like yeah (laughs) Yeah. just imagine like a little me being passionate about angry women um and it makes so much sense with all the films that I loved when I was little but um I was watching a TED talk by Soroya Chemley I think that's her last name Chemley but she was saying in her pod in her TED talk that when she was younger she was told that her anger was like an exaggeration or like a misinterpretation or misrepresentation for another emotion so like her anger was wrong basically um and she was also saying how um like what you were saying before about anger being healthy it's a normal response Mm. um and she was saying like with the definition of anger it's a signal um it's a signal emotion that warms up warms us that warns us of a threat or something that could harm us so basically it's a protection mechanism so but for some but I don't know like when I heard that I kind of thought okay anger is there as a protection mechanism for us but um men are allowed to be angry and women are aren't allowed to be angry so I kind of saw it in like a maybe it's the reason for that is because like patriarchy has kind of like 
formed this society so that women aren't allowed to be angry to protect themselves because it's that's like a man's job it's a man's job to protect a woman mm. um that makes it's sense. okay for a man yeah so it's okay for a man to be angry it's okay for a man to protect himself and like protect women but women women don't have it in them to like like anger is not normal for women why would they need this protection mechanism so they mm. have to like suppress that and like think of other ways um and like again be more socially palatable um just like the way that women are perceived when they're angry um it's like you're ridiculous or crazy. it's again it's yeah you're crazy it's racialized so if you're like a latina woman you're seen as this like spicy fiery latina um if you're black you're an angry loud black woman um you're a crazy white girl mm. <laughs> and it's like you don't hear that for men um I think and the men who do benefit from it are generally white men. Yeah. Um black men tend to be criminalized for showing anger. Um it also invalidates like the spectrum of responses that anger can create. I feel like I feel like mm-hmm. anger when it becomes this and is and does embody this <laughs> typically like male out like approach if it's you know aggression or violence or and you know like you say it it just typically benefits the white male um Mm -hmm. it's it's only validating one type of anger response and there are actually Mm -hmm. several different anger responses that you can have you know like it's it's a warning which I think is so interesting like you said almost like anxiety it's your body's way of going something's off or yeah something's happened that I did not predict or something's happened that's out of my control and mm-hmm. it's just you know releasing that chemical in your brain that's going whoa something's happening here which is clearly something that is not divisible by gender do you know what I mean oh yeah we're all humans and it's, it's something it's an emotion that is actually quite primal almost you know it's it's and scientists say you know it's like lived through evolution so it's not something that just men feel so many researchers have created studies that show that women feel anger as often as men um but it's i don't think it it it's given enough um like credit it's just it's just not validation it's just not branched out the meaning to incorporate other responses other than this typically male response of aggression because things like crying, that's such a valid anger, angry response um, mm-hmm. and something that happens a lot for people. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, I feel like on reflection, with anger being so respected as a quality of a man, you know, um, having like almost this physical aggression, intimidation, um, mm-hmm. I personally feel like just as I've got older, that I feel like it almost, it kind of normalizes, this is quite specific, but I feel like it, it normalizes in particular, like workplace bullying. Um, okay. I've just had a thought about that in the last sort of week when I was thinking about our episode, because in, in my several like roles, I've been employed since I was 15 um, in different roles, mostly hospitality. And now I work in a law firm. Um, but in the different roles, I 
have experienced men showing the same type of physical aggression over women or other men, but particularly harshly to women. Um, and it's just not checked. Um, I think it's a big problem, specifically from my experiences, just I noticed in the hospitality industry. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's, it's for example, it's completely normalised for chefs to throw things, to throw plates, to throw chairs down, to throw things on the side, to intimidate waitresses. Um, mm -hmm. I was a waitress for several hospitality events and industries for seven years. So I experienced so many different scenarios and this was such a common theme. It was shocking. Um, but then, you, you know, you never see women do that back. It's, I, 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 and, you know, I've... I became aware I'd internalized this idea that if that I, I felt that if a woman showed that to a man, they just wouldn't have that position. <clears throat> they wouldn't be there. It just wouldn't happen. It, it's like, not. They would be fired. It's odd. Or yeah. they, they just wouldn't be in that position, period. Um, or someone would have said something because that's just like, oh my gosh, like she, she's insane. That's like what you'd say. You'd say mm. she's crazy. You'd like demonize her for it. And it's just. Yeah. And like the male it, violence and aggression almost instead of getting a she's crazy like we do like women do typically mm -hmm. men just get this they just get their eye roll like it's it's typical it's oh, normalized yeah. it's it's regular it's it's nothing out of the ordinary um everyone knows how to deal with it so that's that's the thing and it's it's like you know women if they get angry it's like oh you're crazy and then if they if they if they cried um out of frustration or anger it's the same mm -hmm. kind of like oh, she just can't handle it I've always felt yeah, like but... crying is like a sign of weakness. I've always carried that. See, but the thing about crying when you're angry for women, um, yeah, you do get another like typical, like maybe sometimes get the eye roll, but I think you get it a lot less mm. than if you were being angry. Like if you were being angry, it's like people almost kind of dismiss you as a person or like just label you like crazy again. But for a woman to cry... Um, you can still get sympathy. You can still get like a kinder reaction, um, like a lot a less alienating reaction than being angry. And it is a lot more palatable. It's easier for people to deal with, and people know what to do with with it rather than but people know what to do with it more than they would with an, a woman displaying like anger, like pure anger, mm. um, or like throwing stuff around or punching a wall. Um, <laughs> I keep bringing up the war punch <laughs> but you know what if we're being honest I have done that I have what, punched a wall yeah really yeah um, oh, okay it out of anger or sorry out of anger or just Frust yeah it was like frustration anger yeah um, okay only once and then I was like yeah. why did I do that that's so lame <laughs> <laughs> Because you see all the whole thing, the whole thing about how like why white guys or how why white men always punch walls. No, that's so funny because in that moment, just that I was like, I think I thought I was like Leo, like Leo DiCaprio. <laughs> I get it though. Yeah, but it's, it's like I, looked, I did it, and I was like, that was lame, and now my hand hurts. Like, yeah. <laughs> why do yeah, I do then, that? Then um, I still. Oh, sorry. No, I was just gonna say that. I almost feel like, it, you know, we've spoken before about how women almost have like an impossible standard to reach just in terms of day-to-day -day existence. Mm. <laughs> um, you know, just living up to such a, so many standards, we put so many pressures on ourselves to be ses essentially perfect. I almost feel like 
for that reason, I've definitely internalized this, but I feel like women almost have to be just, it's like we're just expected to be neutral. You know what I mean? We can't show any kind of extremes of emotion. Oh, yeah. Um, which is just not realistic. And like we've said, like if women are e- at equal, you know, chance of experiencing anger as men, mm-hmm. they sh- they can't, it's not acceptable for them just to just be allowed to exercise their aggression and anger also very often excessively and disproportionately um over women again i'm just thinking back to my hospitality industry experience yeah Um, and then women are just meant to kind of stay in their place it's just yeah but then that's like stuff that like how you're brainwashed like from a young age that you are as women um expected to be able to be in these situations and remain neutral even like pander to an angry man and the whole like pandering to angry men thing I hate it because a part of me is like no I'm not gonna do that like why would I do that um and then another part of me is like okay realistically if I was in a situation where I felt threatened by a man and there isn't really anything I could do about it I will like subconsciously just like pander (laughs) like that's just the reaction like um I don't know like even like being like catcalled or being um like slightly drunk um and I'm like even when you're drunk you're thinking okay I'm not um I'm not in the right state of mind to like fight this person (laughs) I'm not Mm. gonna win against a fight with this person um and you still like go along with things that you don't want to go along with or even just like try your best to be polite (laughs) in a certain situation just because you don't want to make that person angry when you should be the one who's more angry because like they're putting you in an uncomfortable position and they're putting you in a position that you don't want to be in and it's very clear but your instinct is kind of to like do what you can to make yourself like a bit more disarming um so they like see what they're doing themselves and they have to like realize to stop but there is like with men they're allowed to kind of like get angry and like I don't know, be the aggressor. Mm. Um, not to like enforce stereotypes or anything, but it is a lot more acceptable for that to happen. Um, mm. And I have been watching, like, have you seen in all those TikToks where. No, oh, here we go. <laughs> it's it's all these girls and they're saying how oh yeah next time I get cat called I'm just gonna bark frantically at a man. <laughs> so there's a small TikTok movement of women barking at men after being catcalled. I hope it um, just to freak them out. Yeah, you know what? Like that's what we should teach. This is <laughs> teach the revolution. Your daughters. <laughs> Bark revolution. at men. Bark at because they don't know what to do. Because like if they are catcalling you, what what kind of response do they actually want? Mm. Like if you see someone barking, oh no, but I did I did <laughs> you see you would to be like, you're crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you'd feel a bit threatened you're like okay this person could do serious damage if like they're willing to break these social boundaries <laughs> even though you yourself are breaking the social boundary she's... me she's definitely on hinge i mean i'm like calling her like i'm i'm calling her from the other side of the road mm-hmm. i don't know her she clearly doesn't want to be spoken to she doesn't owe me anything but i'm gonna um 
I'm gonna bother her, but she's the one that's unhinged for barking at me while I'm it's... like basically barking at her. Exactly. But you know, one time I had quite a good comeback once when I got catcalled because um, I don't know. I find I'm getting more angry as I'm getting older as a woman, so my tolerance oh, yeah. is is wafer thin at this point. Mm-hmm. But one time, so I I have for those who aren't aware, a very young face. Um, <laughs> I have been ID'd before for buying a DVD in Tesco's. <laughs> Um, they wanted to check. <laughs> That's I, not a thing. They wanted. It's, yes, it is. <laughs> they wanted to check I was sixteen, and I didn't have any ID, so I couldn't buy this film well. that I wanted to buy. What film was it? I can't remember. <laughs> it was a DVD as a present for somebody, and I and I can't even remember what film it was. I think it must have been something like Bridesmaids or something. Okay, so you got ID for buying a DVD that was rated sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> or 15 or whatever it was and so (laughs) so yeah I have a really young face so um yeah without makeup I do look a lot younger than I am I'm 23 but I probably could pass for being in being 16 or in sixth form or something um because this is the thing this is what really irks me about catcalling um is that men do it and I don't think they realize or think about how old that girl could be um so i once got catcalled getting off a bus so i was literally so i wasn't even had the i didn't even have the distance of like a road because often you know you have to do like a moment of like am i safe is this okay to check right now you know um and i was getting off the bus a guy was getting on the bus and he just catcalled me he like whistled and was like hey cutie where are you going as he was getting on the bus and i just felt like so like ugh. And then I don't know what came over me, but I this is the female anger though coming in because it was like a click reaction. And I just turned around and went, I'm 16. And then the door's like, <laughs> shut. Because <laughs> he looked clearly like, I would say like 25, 26. And his face just went, like it just drops. Like, And I was like, yeah, but you know what? Don't be a fucking disgusting person. And You're so lucky you could do that. <laughs> and I, well, listen, I didn't control it. Like it, it really was like an angry flash. Like it just came over me, and I just, I just came out with it. And honestly, I'm kind of proud of it because it's the only time I've been that quick witted in my life that I've come up with something that quickly. <laughs> it's the emotion. <laughs> I, yeah. I do love that though. I love, I love those moments of um, just like <laughs> those little hot flushes of anger, um, and it's not controlled. It just comes out and you're like, oh, okay, like, where did that come from? Um, don't, I, honestly, you feel so much better after. Don't you realise, though, everyone, have you had moments that you, when you realise what your trigger points are? Mm, yeah, I remember, like, distinctively, how long ago? It wasn't, how, I think I was, like, 20 or maybe 21, I don't know. Um, just seeing these girls in a park basically beating up this other girl because she cheated no because okay so the girl that was beating up the girl on the floor um well the girl on the floor apparently like slept with the other girl's best friend's boyfriend (laughs) it was so stupid but um yeah she was beating her up in broad daylight it was summer (laughs) it was summer 
loads of people were in the park no one was doing anything there was just this one guy just shouting like adults do something about it all you people are sitting here watching this happen <laughs> like he wasn't really or i don't know what else he could do calling everyone out for like just watching it happen and ignoring it um and i remember seeing it happen and then getting so angry um but i don't remember what i said <laughs> but you do you just like you went over you start, like, yeah yeah do you ever just like start having a go at someone um in public and then it's it's over and you're like what just happened yeah because your adrenaline is so high because you're so yeah. so angry and i've, I've had, had that because I've had a few instances. Honestly, they're all coming to my brain right now. Yeah. It's mostly like just shouting at kids for bullying each other. Um, <laughs> girls bullying each other, I guess. Like people fighting. Like that That makes me so angry. Um, and all you want to like, be like is you want to be like, I know, I, I, how's your home life? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like why are you doing this why i was so like that that situation made me so angry because like my main thought was like why are you beating up this poor girl when it should be it's your friend's boyfriend who has loyalties to her Mm. and like nothing's probably gonna happen to him and you're yeah what are you doing like girl on girl crime (laughs) Yeah. white on white crime literally i know you're preconditioned to please the male gaze but yeah and it's like <laughs> look stop what do you do i was so angry i was i was yeah. so angry like things like that get me a lot um i know the earliest instance of my anger and only because my brother told me it similar to <laughs> your brother telling you i think because so i must have been about seven so mm-hmm. one of my several anger points is my siblings. I don't know if anyone else relates to that. <laughs> mm-hmm. If anyone hurts the siblings, I think it's an older sibling thing. You're like, it's like mother hen <gasps> mentality. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. Okay, yeah. carry so on with your story. You flock. You flock over there. <laughs> um, <laughs> and apparently, I don't remember this, but Rowan told me that when I was so young in primary school, um, I had found out, he told me or I found out that some boy was bullying him and calling him horrible names, um, making fun of him. Um, and I was about eight or nine, I think. Um, and apparently I marched all the way over the playground and grabbed the boy off the monkey bars and threw him on the floor and was like, don't say that to my brother again. <laughs> Like in his face, like that's big sister point. energy. Yeah, <laughs> big sister energy, older sibling energy, and then apparently just walked off and left him. Um, yeah, it's yeah. so easy to do. Like it's so, it, it is a trigger point. Like younger siblings, especially siblings, are a trigger point. Like my sister's always been like low key my protector, even though she's my younger sister. She mm. she has always been the one who was like fort boys for me. Um, <laughs> I think the first instant of that that my parents told me about is like I can't remember how old we were she must have been like two or three um so I was like four or five um and it was so silly it was a boy 
um who was like slightly older than me so and he, he apparently used to like always take my stuff away from me like take my toys or like, just anything I'm playing with he'd drop what he's doing and come over and like take it from me and my sister got so angry at him <laughs> I can't remember what happened he she basically fought him um and no he ran away <laughs> Not yet. We haven't heard of him since. No, she fought him. He, but she, she'd get like her fist dirty. <laughs> she fought him. He ran away, and he like never bothered me again. Um, but my sister's like a really feisty human being yeah. in general. See, this is the thing. I live for that. I'm like, she's Good. a Leo. Yeah, she's yeah. a Leo. So it makes sense. Mm. Um, like I've just yeah, that's like my main uh, I have a lot of memories of her fighting boys um I remember in primary school um like two boys in her class like ran up to me at the playground because we went to the same primary school and they were like control your sister <laughs> and I was in that moment I was so proud <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was so proud because I was like oh you, you defend like, for yourself no one is gonna walk over my sister ever <laughs> yeah and I was like oh she can like fend for herself and like but I also have this thing in me where I I need to protect her and I need to like look after her but she never lets me um but yeah it it made me really proud for them to come up to me telling me to control her and just being like no whatever she's done um you deserve it um because she's always she also has like the kindest heart um Mm. and me and my friend in primary school um we both had little sisters in the same year so she was one of my best friends and meet her and her sister and my little sister they were like also like best friends um and there were these two boys that were like just so annoying so we were like yeah we're gonna get our sisters or our, our sisters on you and they were like yeah but yeah your sisters are like 10 or whatever I think they were eight or something um <laughs> And then um, we called our sisters over and I can't remember what, it was so stupid. I think we called it like Pat the Doggy. <laughs> it was like, it was like setting guard dogs on these two boys. And we were like, we were like, Pat the Doggy, we thought it was so big. We we're like, Pat the Doggy to our sisters. <laughs> and they just started beating these boys <laughs> in the playground for like just bothering. It was so stupid. Um. I don't know where that's well, like and how like, I got try here. again. No, seriously, <laughs> try again. I don't know how I got it. Um, yeah, yeah, that was it. It was like, yeah, siblings being a, a um a trigger point. Um, I remember when we thought this boy was bullying my brother. No, he was bullying my brother, or he said like something mean to my brother, and our brother was like in primary primary school um because he's like seven years younger than me um and my sister was like nine or ten maybe she was ten and I was twelve I don't know but um we were so so I, I fully remember now like the rage that it filled me with I was so 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 angry and I was like we were like what like we honestly just couldn't believe it and we, we were gonna we were fully like planning on fighting this kid and like planning all the things we're gonna do and like all the things we can do that will get us in trouble and all the things that we can do that won't get us in trouble and I was like no I'm willing to get in trouble like this is like it th- this is the only option we have to fight this kid this is <laughs> <laughs> we were so serious and I remember telling our parents and my brother didn't want to but then they sorted it out um um, me and my sister were happy it was sorted out but also a part of us was like oh we missed out on this opportunity 
I that's what I find about um one thing about rage as well is or anger is like for me personally a lot of it is hurting people that I care about or people I love mm. um more than me I think like hurting me I get I get upset <laughs> more than angry yeah, and then later on I'll look back and get angry but um yeah it's quite interesting because obviously anger is like a spectrum you could just be minorly frustrated or you could be like seeing red mm-hmm. um, but I think it's interesting because I feel like as women we often in- think that we have to kind of almost water down our anger like make it more palatable uh, like you said and, and make it more digestible or something um, in order for us to be received better or listened to more but yeah you, know, you kind of think about it you know there's nothing there's nothing necessarily wrong and I do this a lot where, you know, you want, you're angry. So you walk away from a situation to collect your thoughts because you don't want to communicate anger. I completely appreciate mm-hmm. that. And I think that's important um, because sometimes you, you're aware that you're not going to communicate how you want to communicate and that yeah. it's important enough for you to step back from and take a second. But then sometimes, you know, it, it watering down your anger almost kind of defeats the purpose of that quick chemical reaction in your brain to protect yourself to protect yourself yeah it's like fight or flight yeah and I think as a woman we have a lot to be angry about Mm -hmm. (laughs) we've just you know we've been hit with dicks every single day (laughs) every day just as soon as you walk out the door you're hitting a dick (laughs) and you just you just have to cry (laughs) but I've been I wanted to like know what if you remembered having any conversations Halima, with any like authority figures in your life about expressing emotional anger um because I think it's quite interesting because I don't really remember having any kind of key conversations about expressing emotion but anger was very normalized in my family but also as something that was bad so it's something that happened a lot but I remember thinking all the time I'm never going to communicate like this I'm never going to do this to somebody else or I'm never going to communicate this way so I remember from a young age being like no I don't want to I don't like this and I don't yeah. want to communicate this way um and I never had any kind of conversations about that normalized that and in fact I've had a, a quite a lot of quite traumatizing experiences where my anger has just been straight up laughed at and that really sticks mm. with you too because yeah then it you're puts like, you off. you're not hearing me and it gets you worse so i think that's when that's the that's the um stage where it gets to rage because it's like mm. all these little things built up and then eventually you just kind of like snap um yeah we can I've talk about red. that after though I've you've seen red, seen red. red. Yeah, at oh. twice two yeah. times and that's like you don't recognize your own voice anger oh my gosh yeah you don't know what you're doing you don't have any control over yourself you don't it kind of like you kind of black out no you do you do black out (laughs) and just can't can't... relate to the situation i walked Um, like half a mile into the woods and was like where the fuck am i (laughs) oh my gosh it's the it's the it's oh my yeah i totally relate to that like walking we're just walking somewhere and then being like where how did i get here what yeah and then having to be like, okay, it's fine. It's okay. Yeah, it's literally. <laughs> my friend was like, where are you? And I was like, honestly, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, but it is, 
it is Sorry. good like <laughs> it's good for us to be able to express that anger in a healthy way because um it does build up and it makes you sick like it manifests in many ways and um i was listening to this thing i think it was a podcast i can't remember and it was saying how what it was a while ago it was saying how um female anger especially um gets built up it gets built up um because we learn obviously to suppress it for a really long time um which is why when women do get angry it comes out really intensely sometimes Mm -hmm. um which is when you have like female rage but i'll go i'll talk about that after this um but when you do suppress it and don't express it outwardly you can it can manifest in um ways that are like damaging to your health um such as like issues that we kind of like call women's issues like chronic pain um certain autoimmune disordered disordered eating um which that one i feel like is that that's really common because it does kind of like get to a place of like control um anxiety depression um it affects mortality in women especially black women and you have all these health issues that um, we're told that black women seem to get more um, simply because of the amount of stress they're under and for um, like being held up as like I don't know like protectors and being strong independent black women not having emotions that kind of thing Um, and it can yeah so it does manifest in these things and like you've got other things like headaches digestion problems insomnia um high blood pressure skin problems like eczema heart attacks like anything to do with blood pressure like all of that but we know that stress is bad for you and we know that anger is bad for you but we still we still like suppress it (laughs) um which we shouldn't do and um yeah back to the point about women's anger being a lot more intensified um well i was i was watching the fall <laughs> um like two... Gillian anderson <laughs> Gillian anderson oh yes i was watching about 2 months ago and um she was saying if you haven't seen the fall it's basically it's a show that is mainly about misogyny. Um, it explores misogyny in different ways and like super relatable and just quite gnarly. <laughs> Not the things that happen in it are relatable, just like the things you see in it, you're like, this is it feels real. Um, it's quite gnarly to watch, it's quite intense, but I definitely would recommend it. Um so yeah, I was watching The Fall and Gillian Anderson was talking about male serial killers and how the, they kill women. So not to spoil it, but I'm going to spoil it only a little bit. Um, so the serial killer in The Fall, he basically stalks and kills women um, like with his bare hands and then like does stuff with their body afterwards, um, which is like weird. Um so and he specifically kills successful brunette women living on their own and they're like in their late 20s or early 30s um and he's like 
just he's a serial killer and he's not like mentally st- well no he's a serial killer so he's a he's a psychopath um yeah <laughs> to put it like yeah and he's completely justified his actions um because like at the end of the day he's angry at women and it is also to do with his mother um but there's that whole sense when like a lot of people um well i i'd say a lot of well a lot of men that i've come across um in their formative years have had like a bad experience with women this is not all men i'm not going to not all men this but like I'm talking about men who are particularly angry at women that I've like come across. Mm. They've a lot of them have had like a bad, not even that traumatizing experience from their formative years with women. Like I don't know, like rejection, um, and like being made fun of, like humiliation, um, to some extent. And from that incident, have decided to hate women because they always bring that incident up. And they yep. always compare all women to that, um, despite the fact that, like, women go through, like, tremendous amounts of, like, abuse from men yep. but and don't have the same mentality. But, yeah, yeah. so they have this small incident and they just take when it really, out on everyone. Anyone should. Women should. <laughs> yeah. So they just take it out on everyone. And um, in the fall, Gillian Anderson was saying how, like, when men are angry, they take it out on their, like, external environment, basically. But when women are angry, they tend to take it out on themselves. Um, so it's just, like, two different reactions. One one of them, in extreme cases, taking it out on everything around them, which is why men punch walls, um, mm. like, instantly. And then the other extreme is taking it out on yourself, like, hurting yourself or, like finding some way to control it like the whole like disordered eating thing um i keep bringing that up or like self-harming or um like tiny little rituals um because she used to do this thing where she'd like snap a rubber she snapped a rubber band on her hand um and this woman who was like affected by the serial killer she gave her a a hairband was like told her to snap it on her hair wrist anytime things got too intense and I was like oh my gosh that's crazy like I, I've done that like I do that like is is that like a mm. like a general thing that people do it's just it's just easier I don't know yeah well I when I was like in quite a low mental health place and I experienced a lot of anger and anxiety I would dig my nails like into my thighs oh my gosh I used to do that as well and I would or into my like hands and even now Mm -hmm. if I'm like sitting and I'm nervous I'll like dig my nails into my hands a little bit yeah Um, but I used to do that all the time to like my nail to my thighs and like my arms I like I'd like squeeze and Mm -hmm. then it got to when it got to a point where I was like this has to stop like that's I need to know how to like (laughs) self-soothe yeah but you it, at the time it wasn't like it wasn't that much of a big deal it was just like i don't know it was just like physically moving an emotion to somewhere mm. else if that makes sense like it manifests mm. in another way um or just like just little tiny ritualistic things um but yeah that's what she was saying and um it made me think of I don't know if it was Margaret Atwood who said this first um she's a poet um but she said that um men are afraid that women will laugh at them but women are afraid that men will kill them yeah and like I wow I think it was her who said it originally I'm not sure if someone else well she's the first one I remember well not that I remember but that I know of saying it um 
And it just like, every time I hear that, because that was also in the fall, and I was like, oh yeah, that's like my bad quote. Um, every time I hear that, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so true. And I, I'd always go on Twitter after. That's and so just, it's, it's really. That's really sobering. Yeah. It's like, um, it's like how in Amy Schumer's stand up, mm. um, she does really great stand up, by the way. It's kind of like low key feminist. <laughs> <laughs> and she always, well, no, I'd say high key. She does some yeah. really great at the moment. Um, and she said that there was a study that showed that the number one thing that women fear is sexual violence, mm. but the number one thing that men fear is ridicule. Yeah. And she was like, oh no. Like, <laughs> I didn't realize you were going through that. <laughs> but like it's that's true it's sobering but it really goes to show when it comes to like anger um like why women kind of like learn to suppress their anger because they're like oh this person can like hurt me um and then like doing things like crying or pandering because then it's like okay this is the way that i'm gonna make myself seem the like the most disarming um Mm. let me just do whatever I can or go along with it um so that it doesn't get to it doesn't escalate basically yeah we're um ready to make it make ourselves more palatable socially um because like anger is a male trait so that's why I feel like when we do and it is a thing I relate to so much that when we do see um portrayals of like complete female rage it's a lot more um liberating than when we see like an overplayed version of a man being angry because it's like an eye-rolling moment it's like a here we go again like and it's predictable and like, you can always predict in a film when a man's gonna get angry um but yeah, i personally sure. perceive it like that um but seeing female rage is like oh this is this is such a taboo thing to happen yeah and you're almost living through them you are you usually empathize with what they're yeah expressing because you always notice the little things that cause it yeah so cinematically you can see all the series of events that lead to the build-up in order for a woman to show anger and then once she gets to her threshold she eventually snaps and you really really like you're like oh that's the moment that's the moment you can breathe and it's like you feel it yes and you're like good for you it's like finally (laughs) and oh my gosh I live through it so much I live through it this is like why there's so much like liberation in like listening to women screaming angry words like when I was younger I used to love Hole and I loved Courtney Love when I was like 12 or 13 and like she'd sing about like abortion and sing about being angry and like all of these Mm. things and you're like these are such real things I actually don't know well at the time well at the stage of 90s that I was in mentally um I hadn't heard a lot of women doing it (laughs) yeah then I progressed and like listened to like other angry women but I loved it so much and I've like honestly as I said before I've always been fascinated by angry women like when I was like how old was I when I was like eight (laughs) and I hate that it was 
um Tarantino Tarantino but um Kill Bill was my favorite film when I was eight years old because I just love this display of angry women just like and they all had a reason for it like it wasn't just like senseless anger like male anger is so especially cinematically male anger is so boring like who cares yeah just like spicy it's very action reaction you know it's very simple it's very like oh this person did this thing oh i'm gonna get angry but female anger it kind of just like it it boils in the yeah it is it's it's exciting (laughs) and she has thought of her reasons and she's going to set it out in a systematic answer and then she's going to slap you (laughs) and you you just see it happening and you don't that's the thing you don't always know she's gonna snap because you just see women going through things like bit by bit um and then you're like oh that's really sad oh i get that that's horrible um because like a lot of things it's like say it's a relatable thing it's like you don't always get angry about things straight away but then the moment you see it happen it's like oh my gosh this is this is what we need and yeah i'm gonna give some like so some of my favorite examples of this um Obviously, I'm going to say this one, Jennifer's body. (laughs) Like, if you know me, you know how much I love Jennifer's body. Um, She's literally, like, taken away. Actually, yeah, there's there's so much that goes into it. It was, I think we've said this in one of the earlier episodes. (laughs) We have. About how Jennifer body, Jennifer body is, like, iconic. Um, Yeah, but um, she is a girl that is seen as like the popular kind of like girl that everyone loves and um she's seen as like being like um quite you know that just like typical popular american blah blah but um then this band come in and they take her away because they think that she um she is a virgin um because apparently she's like bragging about being like sexually promiscuous and the band members like yeah i know girls like this they always brag about it but like they're innocent but or whatever that means um but she's not a virgin so they sacrifice the wrong girl um and yeah they just like take her away torture torture and kill her and it's horrible what they're doing and she spends the whole entire film she's like rebirthed into this like demon who basically eats men and it gives her life it like physically gives her life it makes her skin glow (laughs) (laughs) it makes her skin glow it makes her hair shiny like it like she looks great after she's eaten some men and I'm like I get it um I empathize. I get it. And then her friend, her friend Lainey, like, is her name Lainey? I don't know. But like a similar thing happens to her, but at the end at the end she ends up killing the band that um sacrificed her best friend. Um and she also gets the powers. Oh, she has powers, yeah. Um and it's beautiful because like at the in the end it's just about female friendship. Um and the way women are kind of portrayed. Um in the eyes of men and revenge and it's it's a beautiful formula but another example is midsummer i didn't watch midsummer until like a few weeks ago it's great just i don't want to spoil it for anyone but the ending oh have you have you seen it no 
it's really good it's great it's like kind of like horror-ish um but that's another example of female rage because you can see all the little things that happened to her I'm trying to be like vague you can see all the little things that happened to her and oh, the way she is how how like how she's portrayed and like how they make her seem kind of like she's the one who's like in an irrational girlfriend she's like emotionally abusive and manipulative but it's the complete opposite scenario and it's like with a group of guys who are all friends so like none of them can see it from her point of view and then the series of events that unfolds and like the ending I I felt so happy for her it was mm, so great it's a great film and like Carrie again that's another one I love I love that it's like I was I, I remember anytime I watched Carrie I'm smiling I'm smiling at the blood. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you you see how it's just so fascinating and liberating. Just seeing violent women in general. Um, it honestly, is though like there's something about it where you just feel like they're channeling the energy you've never got to right exactly, and, and you're just like yes, swear, shout, do more, <laughs> and then you go away from it being like. I have like validation to be more angry like you know those those moments where you're someone has angered you in a way and you've actually let yourself be angry and not just internalize it or taken mm-hmm. it out yourself you feel yeah. so, you feel actual happiness and I didn't like these days I find it really hard to contain things um I think just because I think once you're like quite aware of the fact that you have been like missing out or like harming yourself by not like being true to your true emotions it kind of hurts every time yeah it hurts every time you like dismiss yourself and you're like no I can't do this anymore I physically can't but yeah the moments when you do it it's like breathing again it's like a rebirth yeah it's the best and not like trying to push everyone to just just have a like fit of rage but if you need to you know express it yeah you don't have to hurt people to do so you can shout yeah and like I feel like there's been times where I've just put off expressing my true anger because I didn't want to seem crazy or I didn't want to step out of line or I wanted to communicate better and yeah be the bigger person sometimes that is stuff that I that I hold close and I want to act as but then there are some times where people push you over and you have something to say (laughs) and it's completely justified yeah like an instance happened to me like literally last year this time last year where someone who I'm I'm not friends with anymore like Mm -hmm. tried to accuse me of something and I was like and you know it just triggered me and (laughs) I was like you know what I'm just not gonna let this slide um, and I did that and I honestly can't recommend it enough you guys <laughs> it is I feel like it is such a form of self-care there's just I think everyone has their trigger points and I think I feel like if you personally sometimes when you feel like you've been violated by somebody or like you feel like they've just come here with this baggage and rudeness that you did not ask for mm-hmm. and you feel triggered like say like that's maybe Let angry so. yeah and sometimes like being triggered like it's it's a response from your body that's telling you like, this is something that you need to pay more attention to. Because mm. sometimes anger does die off and you go, oh, okay, I don't care that much anymore. 
But then mm-hmm. I think the anger that stays with you and and, and it's going to be unresolved until you say something, that's the that's the that's the good stuff. Oh like, gosh, yeah. <laughs> oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about it right now. I wanted to talk about really quickly um flea bag. And the thing about flea bag is that I feel like it really normalizes um it normalizes female anger but in the way that it shows up like in our real lives so you can you can oh there's another there's another show that does it I can't remember but it does it really well girls that's it okay so Lina Dunham I hate to say it has a show called girls and or it's not still running but it's brilliant because um I used to quite dislike Lena Dunham um and she's one of the she's one of like the pivotal characters in my life that have taught me that like you don't have to be likable you don't have to like um Mm. you don't have to do things to please people because like literally no one cares and like all these people can like dislike her but like it's none of her business and like she's just living her life um obviously there are like loads of reasons but I was watching girls and that's the only show I know of that has a lot of basically the whole cast um like all the girls in it that are like a group of friends they're all dislikable they're all insufferable you hate them Mm. all they're they're all insufferable (laughs) like I can't I can't stand them and um but I I watched it and I watched all the seasons because it's a really good show and they have like character growth and development and they're all kind of like expressive and like there is a lot of anger in it and um sometimes when they are angry you tend to be angry at them and then you realize no people are just angry at women for being angry um but that's another point um but yeah that girls and fleabag they're two shows i think normalize female anger and they show them in like very real ways um it is and it's just that whole thing of having a woman who just like word vomits and is okay with it and just like it's kind of vulgar and like like loud and ridiculous and just all the things we have in our heads but are afraid to do out loud but also at the same time like (laughs) The way the way women are realistically, um, yeah. You just want shows that show real women what they're really like and normalizing the spectrum of emotions that women yeah. feel. But yeah, normalizing women being angry and vulgar and loud and messy and just like silly and ridiculous and right all the time and. <laughs> just like having all these ideas and being able to express themselves because I feel like I feel like it's very healthy to be able to see that when you're growing up as well um and understand like oh I'm allowed to be a person and like take up all this space here it's not just for men it's for me as well because I feel like okay I I can't speak for all women but I feel like I've like gone through even though I went to a girls school like we both went to girls schools so there isn't that whole um ideal where only like some spaces are only for men because everyone else in your school is a girl like pretty much all your friends are girls like at that Mm. age 
Um, so you don't have that male rivalry as much. But it it does get to a point where, I don't know, once you leave that environment, sometimes you're like, oh, okay, uh, maybe there are rules for me. Like, maybe there are spaces I can't take up and there are some things. Because I've always had that, like, sense of, um, oh, there's something wrong with me because um, I want things. <laughs> or like yeah yeah I, I want needs. things or like I'm am ambitious <laughs> or like I don't want to um center my life around someone else or I don't know just not well, you just yeah but like again you know? I didn't I don't think I fully learned boundaries until later on and like when I did it was like because I had to learn like a lot of really harsh lessons um that weren't fun to learn but um I've learned them now and I've had therapy and <laughs> yeah. <You've grown>. Yep. <laughs> we've grown. Yeah, we've, we've learned about them. boundaries, but sometimes like but... you do go through things like with the whole anger thing, like you do go through like moments of realizing, like just moments of realizing, um, that you're allowed to be yeah. angry. Yeah. <laughs> that you're allowed to be angry and you're like, oh, I can just like say or like just like saying stupid things or like being vulgar or like and you're like oh this is like what I'm actually thinking I don't know why I'm pretending with like someone else mm. it was the point pretending I'm like this plain Jane <laughs> even if you are a plain Jane it's fine <laughs> of course but the thing, that's the thing I would express that like we're not saying that you should kick off every time or, like find something <laughs> to get angry about <laughs> Like if if the bus drives past you because it's full, like that doesn't justify you <laughs> punching an old man, for example. <laughs> like you'll go to prison as long like, as don't you're not that. harming other people. <laughs> but most importantly, don't like don't harm yourself. Yeah, it's okay to express anger. I think the healthiest way of expressing anger is doing it without harming other people, and that does that includes yourself. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and also understanding that there is a spectrum of anger because I think sometimes it's good to walk... Sometimes if you're not sure how to respond to something, walking away can help because then you will learn and know if it's something that you feel that mm. strongly about, if, if if that makes sense. Because sometimes something will anger you in the moment and then when you take a second, you'll be like, actually, no, I don't want to put my energy on this or I'll just yeah. respond to it differently. And... But then there are some so things that you know, make you angry yeah. and stay with you and you have to address. And that is arguably something that could be worth kicking off about for you because it, it obviously matters to you a lot for you to for it to sit with you that long. That's yeah. how I see it anyway. If it's something that sits with you for a while, like a couple of days, I think it's something worth expressing to get off your chest. And that's that's completely fine and normal. It can happen in many different situations and show up in many different frequencies, and that's normal and that's okay. And you know, talk to your talk to your friends about yeah, it. And, and that's don't what helps let me people too. invalidate your anger or tell you that it's not okay. Because I fully remember that happening. So I remember being like really upset and angry over a situation for like a very long time, and then someone telling me, "Oh, this person is um, it was a man, obviously." Um, oh they're always like that you know that's just who they are and that I, I, I was so angry mm. <laughs> at that point like oh, yeah. 
it really it really hurt me it really got to me um and then it wasn't until later I was like wow they really just told me to get over it like this this person has done Mm. terrible things to people but they've never done anything like that to you (laughs) um so I don't understand like what gives what gives them the right to kind of tell me oh it's okay just get over it like they they that's how they are Mm. they're just a terrible person so it's fine and it's kind of like yeah it's just that whole um like one of the things with anger is again like in the beginning where we were saying it's it's that it tends to be seen as like your anger as a woman is like it's misplaced like it's not really meant to be anger it's meant to be another emotion you're meant to be thinking of you know it's not validated it just like just just come on just like smile or like just it'll be fine yeah (laughs) like that whole thing that's why I love I think this that's why I love this quote by I think it's is it Soraya oh, um, um, yeah is that how to pronounce her name um yeah this quote by Soraya I think sums it up great because she said it took me too long to realize that the people most inclined to say you sound angry are the same people who uniformly don't care to ask why that is yeah yeah the whole yeah just invalidation and and they're the mm. people that like Oh, it, that's who the anger needs to be directed towards express your anger um your anger is pretty much always validated so don't let anyone invalidate you about it um don't let it manifest into health problems or like harming yourself um and watch jennifer's body if you haven't already <laughs> We're done. It's like um, it's like. I wish we had an oh outro God. song. Let's... Oh, should we create one? You can oh, I'll find one. I'll okay. insert it here. 